For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. You're tuned into the Believe in Bengals show with Solomon Wilcox and Adam Pacman Jones. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Believe in Bingo podcast delivered by 828 Logistics. He is Adam Backman Jones. I'm Solomon Wilcox. Thank you for joining us, everyone. And Adam, look, things have really turned for the better as the Cincinnati Bengals head into M&T Bank Stadium for a Sunday night showdown with Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens. This Bengals offense has been red hot for the last two weeks. And the big thing about last week, no turnovers. That's no right. turnovers. That's, right. that's, no. that's the biggest thing. We know what Joe can do. Um, we know uh, what the three Migos or the three Stooges, whatever you want to call them, Curly, Larry, and Mo. <laughs> um, we know what those guys can do. So um, it just it's just getting the line comfortable. We got to establish the running game a little bit more, but um, we ready. You know, we ready. Well, here, yeah, here's what I'm excited about because – each of those last two games in a win on the road against the Jets and then at home on Thursday night against the Dolphins, the Bengals offense came out, went right down the field and scored on their very first drive. Joe Burrow appears to be clicking. Um, he, he's sort of shaken off the surgery from the appendectomy. The offensive linemen seem to be in sync. And right now we're starting every single game. It seems like they're coming out fast. And it seems like that's a point of emphasis for the offense to be able to do that, something they did each of the last two games. Yeah, and we said it earlier, Sally, um, not just Joe, like the whole team, the play calling, you know, the chemistry. Yep, yep. Um, We're we starting to see it click. And you can say what you want to say. Like we said, they didn't play preseason. It take a couple of weeks. I know these games count, but it does – it do take a couple of weeks. It's That's why it's only one team, really, that luckily that's <laughs> undefeated right now. But um, yeah. Yeah. Joe, Joe and, and, and Zach is, you can tell they are on the same page. Yeah. In so much, Joe Burrow, he has a, a quarterback passer rating of 116.4. It's the highest quarterback rating of any quarterback in the NFL over the last two weeks. So no one has been more efficient at the quarterback position. No one has been better in terms of the last two games. So it's night and day from the 0-2 start to now the fact that we're 2-2 two and two in the way that we're playing heading into uh, the Sunday night game. And I love the fact that we found a way to get the ball down the field. Big plays yeah. in, in New York to Tyler Boyd. Big plays in the Thursday night game to both uh, Jamar Chase and T. Higgins um, getting the ball down the field. So you can see it's starting to click. And, oh, we're not letting our quarterback get sacked. <laughs> yeah. And we can't forget about the tight end. He's playing a valuable role right now. Um, and if Joe can sit back there and be comfortable like he was last week, man, I, I, I don't, he, he, he might break the all-time record this year. Um, I'm eager to see how these next three weeks go um, because the schedule is – we get into the bulk of the schedule where the games that we 
thoughts would be hard, but the records are not showing that they should be hard. Um, these guys that we're playing besides the division games. Um, I'm eager to see how I go the next couple of weeks. Hey, look, here's the deal. We got the Sunday night game as we're going into Baltimore. Uh, we're going to talk a lot about this team a little bit later, but I just really want to just talk about uh, if you go back to last year, Adam, the two games the Bengals had against the Baltimore Ravens, Joe Burrow was red hot. In fact, remember their defensive coordinator, Don Wink Martindale, he decided he's going to blitz Joe Burrow and Burrow lit him up almost a thousand yards passing 941 to be exact into two games against the Baltimore Ravens defense. He had seven touchdowns, one interception and put up 41 points in each game. That's a total of 82 points in both games. They played against the Ravens one year ago. In a sense, he got that guy fired because, you know, they fired him at the end of the season. But that's how good Joe Burrow has been against the Baltimore Ravens defense. Incredible. Well, the Baltimore Ravens defense is not the defense that they used to be. And they are not as effective as they was in the past. As you can see, everybody is giving uh, uh, Harbaugh hell about going for it <laughs> instead of taking the three points. You know why he didn't go for it? I mean, you know why he didn't kick the field goal? He, he didn't because trust he didn't the trust defense. the defense. <laughs> Come on. He didn't trust the defense, Sal. He didn't trust so, the man. I, 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 I'm, I'm a betting man. I'm betting the over uh, on, on this week game that's For, coming up. 41 or more? Where, where 41 or more. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's definitely going to be an over game. And I will say this. Like I said earlier, Lamar is having a lot of success in the first half of the game. Yeah. But the second half of the game has been different. You know why? Because people mm -hmm. see what's going on. This is a copycat lead. Why show them everything in the first half when you know in the second half when you play with them, it get a little, it, what they say, it get a little scary. It get a little cloudy Ooh. back there. You know what I mean? Start seeing, oh, holding the ball a little longer. You know what I mean? So different things start happening. Um, if you look at the film, everybody is playing a lot of man-to-man -man the first half. Second half, they're playing coverage. Yeah, that's right. No that's matter right. what the league is. I'm talking about they've been up 21 points, play coverage, get back in the game, win yeah. the game. That's right. That's right. That's right. Hey, I got to tell you, and we're going to talk about this coming up later in the show because Cincinnati Bengals are going to be featured in the Sunday night game. That's right. Prime time. Back-to-back -back weeks. We get one game on Thursday night. Then we get another coming back in the Sunday night game on the road at M&T Bank Stadium in Baltimore. And I got to tell you, for my money, because he went to school nearby at the University of Louisville. Lamar Jackson is must-see TV. Speaking of must-see TV, we're going to take a break. But when we come back, joining us right here on the Believe in Bingo podcast, delivered by 828 Logistics, Cincinnati Bingo wide receiver T. Higgins joins us right here on the podcast when we come back right after this. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. Believe in Bingo podcast, delivered by 828 Logistics, Adam Pac-Man Jones, Solomon Wilcotton. Adam, today we have a very special guest. That's right, Cincinnati Bengals talented wide receiver. T. Higgins is in the house on the Believe in Bengal podcast. T., how you doing today, my friend? I'm good, man. Blessed. How are you? Hey, doing great, man. First of all, I want to look back before we look ahead to the Sunday night game against the Baltimore Ravens. I want to look back to that Thursday night game against the Miami Dolphins. Because uh, you had one of the talented, most talented cornerbacks defending against you and Xavier Howard, uh, all pro cornerback. And man, hey, you went right by him like it was nothing. So 
kind of talk to us about how you accepted the challenge in that game and being able to deliver on that 56-yard touchdown reception. Yeah, man. Uh, you know, going into the game, we knew they was going to play, you know, a little bit of man, but we didn't know they was going to do, you know, what they did. Just man me and, you know, play double-double to TB and Chase. So, you know, during the game, you know, I ain't, I'm not going to lie, I'm going to be real. I'm a real person. X was giving me hell, you know what I'm saying? Like He's good. He, he, yeah, yeah. I see why he's one of the top paid corners in the league, you know, but, you know, I was frustrated. You know, Coach Troy, you know, he had to calm me down and just, just attack him. You know, then on that, that very next drive, that's what I did, and, you know, a big play happened. Wow. Yeah. Hey man, what is what what is the atmosphere over there? I know we started a little slow, but it seemed like you guys were catching catching your stride now. You could tell that y'all are like in football shape and not not in preseason shape anymore. Um, does that does, do you guys feel that over there as a group in the locker room? Yeah, definitely, man. We just you know we just had to get back get back to who we are. You know, what I'm saying we was. I feel like we we was just starting off too slow. You know, uh, you know, especially offensively. You know, defense they've been playing their ass off you know, all, all four weeks, you know, offensively, we just start too slow. You know, we wanted to, we wanted to start fast. You know, we've been able to do that the past two weeks. So take me into your mindset this past offseason. Everybody saw your performance in the Super Bowl against the Rams and it was phenomenal. I think it was a coming out party nationally for T Higgins. Uh, and then I remember going into training camp, watching you at practice, man, I thought you looked bigger. I thought you looked faster. I thought you looked stronger. You were catching every ball thrown to you. You were just dominating practice. So I said, this is a guy that went to the lab this offseason and put in some work. What was your focus this offseason, and how has that paid off in, in the first four games? Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, I had tore my shoulder, my labrum last season. So uh, that was the first thing, you know, get surgery, get that fixed up. So it was more so, you know, getting stronger, you know, getting my shoulder back strong. So I was just, you know, pumping the weights a little bit. And, you know, um, I couldn't really do too much running. So it was really just being in the weight room, just getting stronger. So that's that's really, really all I could have did. You know, that's all I did this past offseason was just hit the weight room. He looked swole, Pac. He looked swole, man. I'm telling you. <laughs> he looked good, man. You look real good. Hey, coming coming up this week, y'all got the Ravens. And we've been we've been going in there and not not who's there, the Bengals here the last couple times. You got Marcus Peterson, which one of the veteran corners that plays pretty good. What's your mindset? What's the group mindset this week? Um facing that group of DBs? Honestly, it's just like last week, man. Just going there and just attack. You know what I'm saying? We gotta win because we know what they got over there. We know, you know, all pro corners. So, I mean, we can't just go into mindset and just – we can't go in there acting like what we did last year. They just going to roll over. Nah, it's not like that. You know, it's a league playing the best of the best. So, we got to go in there and attack the day and, you know, just win. Yeah, they – you know, in Baltimore – yeah, you know, in Baltimore, I'm doing a lot of interviews uh, in Baltimore. And that, their thing is, T, they were injured last year. They didn't have all their players. And uh, it's almost like, you know, no one wants to give the Bengals credit what you guys accomplished last year. And I know last year don't really mean anything as we move forward, uh, but that's kind of the mantra coming out of, out of what they're saying. So how are you guys accepting that challenge against Marcus Peters and Marlon Humphreys as you guys get ready for the Sunday night game? Man, you know, it's a, it's, it's a, it's a big challenge, you know, um, just like, just like last week, we accepted that challenge. You know, we knew coming in how they was going to play as players, man, you know, zero blitz, uh, but you know, it's just just another primetime game that we got to come in and, 
and shine bright when the lights are on. Um, I say this: the Bengals did start. We did start a little slow offensive wise. But you have started off on fire. That's right. <laughs> you have started off on fire. So this mindset, is it like whoever weak is whoever weak? You know what I mean? We all sharing the piece of the pie. Whoever get the one-on-ones. Because, like, at the end of the game, you know, they put uh, Jamar. I mean, Chase was in the one-on-one situation when he caught the deep ball down the sideline. So, like, is it like, hey, look, man, when you get yours, you get yours. And we is that how, how I feel over there? Yeah, for sure. You know, we we, we, we very unselfish. You know what I'm saying? Cause we know, we know, like whoever gonna, we know somebody gonna go off. You know what I'm saying? So we just want whoever goes off, you know, support them, be behind them. Don't don't get too upset. You know that the ball's not coming your way. We know how it, how it's gonna be. We got three. You know what I'm saying? We got three killers out there. So we gotta go out there and you know just encourage each other. So that's that's how we go about it. How much did you know after Joe had the appendectomy um, and he wasn't able to go? Cause I know you it looked like you guys are ready to go into training camp ready to roll. And then he had to take some time away. And then, you know, how much of that you think kind of just contributed to maybe the slow start of maybe just him being away and you guys not being able to get those reps in, in the early part of training camp. I honestly think that it didn't really mess up anything. Cause okay. um, we, we, we had a whole season with him. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I feel like that, it, it didn't mess up nothing. We just had to get back in our groove. You know what I'm saying? It was a new – we had a new line. You know what I'm saying? We just had to get back to who we was, and we was able to do that the past two weeks. So, Man, I'm excited, man. I'm excited for Sunday <laughs> at 8.30, man. I want to say thank you, brother. Thank you. You was our player of the week uh, last week. We appreciate you, bro. Appreciate yeah. y'all. Yeah, we certainly appreciate you. Keep doing what you do. A um, lot of big days ahead of you. I know it was your first – 100-yard receiving game last week against the Dolphins. The first of many coming up this season. We want to thank T. Higgins for joining us here on the Believe in Bingo podcast delivered by 828 Logistics. Adam, we get to turn our attention to the opponent in the Sunday night game, the Baltimore Ravens, and that defense, because I got to tell you, red-hot Joe Burrow, this is a defense he loves. He already got the last defensive coordinator fired from one year ago. Now they have a new DC and Mike McDonald and they've given up two leads of 17 points or more in two games, just coming off the Buffalo bills game. We saw Tua do it to them in Miami two weeks ago. Now I got to believe the Cincinnati Bengals are poised for a good night in Baltimore in week five against the Ravens. A uh, good night. Shit. This need to be a great <laughs> night. Joe is back clicking. And this is a stat game. We just got to do our job on defense. But on offense, offensively, um, you could probably look for one of the most productive days that the Bengals have had this year come Sunday. They not what they used to be. You know, I love Mark Peterson. That's my boy. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, like we then last in every category. So, yeah. Joe, let's get the running game going. You know what I mean? Um, this is a game that offensively we should be building um, confidence. You know, this is a game that we should put points up on the board. Mm -hmm. Now we got to stop them defensively, uh, but offensively this should be, this should be a, a pin your ear back. Let's see how many times we can get on ESPN. That's right. Um, the Baltimore Ravens ranked dead last in total defense. They ranked dead last in pass defense last week. As you know, it. you talked about this earlier, they had a chance to, 
uh, kick the field goal and go up 23 to 20. Um, at, after they had driven 17 plays and 93 yards on the drive, instead of going and taking the field goal, they go for the touchdown. Lamar Jackson throws an interception. And then the defense, I think Coach Harbaugh was right not to trust them because they allowed Buffalo to drive 90-something yards in no time flat, kick the game-winning field goal. This defense collapsed last week. They collapsed two weeks ago against the Miami Dolphins. And do you know what? Uh, the Baltimore Ravens, there's one thing they do do well. They take the ball away. They're tied for first with seven interceptions and tied for second overall with 10 total takeaways. Joe Burrow and the Bengals offense has gone seven out of their last eight games with zero turnovers. If we protect the ball, it's going to be a big day for the Bengals offense. I, I totally agree. I totally agree. And you ain't got nothing else to add after that. No, I'm just saying we got offensively, we're clicking. We 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 told them everything. Like chemistry, we're clicking. The receivers are clicking. The tight end, he know the offense. He is running. He is ready to go. We just gotta handle our job. Like okay, our and, job on, and, and I know it's a division game. I ain't trying to get mm -hmm. a, ahead of our, ourselves, but like. Come on now. We're click. It's time to go. It's go time now. Like, so, we ain't start off how we want to start off. So, we got to make up them couple games. So, so, okay. In the TV business, it's called the tee up. And here's, a, here's what I'm going to tee up. We ain't clicking on everything. We can't run the ball through a Pop Warner team on That's Christmas the only Sunday. Oh, well, yeah, it ain't clicking. We got That's no the only man. thing. Do you know and, we and, have. And this week, you, we go. You, okay. I, I teed you up. I teed you up. You laid week, out. We you laid need out. to run the ball. You laid <laughs> out. Now I'm going to tell you, because we rank second to last with nearly the worst rushing average per attempt in the National Football League. That don't, that don't sound like clicking to me. We're top five in passing. Bruh, you know in this league, you got to run Number it. one in quarterback. You, uh, you, you got to uh, run it, and you got you to gotta run it. You can't be one-dimensional in this league. I, I totally agree. And I just said earlier that we oh, got to run the ball. And this is a game that we get the running game established. But don't take away the th throwing the ball. Because <laughs> we need to run the ball. I'm sorry, sir. Uh, we got a guy back there. If I'm saying we have to throw it 70 times we can. But no, if we don't, if no. we don't, if we don't no. choose to throw it 70 times, this is the game to do it. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. The Baltimore Ravens are tied for first place on defense with taking the ball away. Tied with the Eagles. Ten total takeaways in the first four games. That Nothing determines wins and losses more than turning the football over. And well, the, uh, they, and if, the, they, the, if they're the top, let, they, let they two and two. Let me, let me finish. And the thing is, what we have to do is take care of the ball. Part of that is running the football and having a well-balanced attack. We can be explosive in the passing game even more so when we're running it effectively. Play action pass, bomb. But you got to have the run game complementing the passing game. And so we can come on the Believe in Bingo podcast and keep it real for the people and tell them the Cincinnati Bengals are doing great over the last two weeks. But here's one place where we ain't been doing so great, and that's running football. And I'd love You're to see, exactly I'd love right to see that. that improve on in the Sunday night game. Me too. And like we said, it's got to get better. 23 carries, I think Joe had last week for one even 
70, 70 yards. So we got to fix that. We got to improve that. Um, if we need to improve, if we have one thing that men solid had to pick, it would be the running game. I'm me personally, because the special team is fixed. We got a snapper that looked good. We kicked one from 64 yards. Not going to complain about that. Um, then I go to the other, you know, punt return. Mm, we could do a little bit better there. You know what I mean? Um, but everything else is, is, is playing pretty good. Defense playing high. Secondary playing pretty good right now. They playing with, with, with a lot of intensity. Guys are getting the ball. We are not allowing too many deep shots. Um, all the other categories are pretty good. But the run game, the run game. And I was the one who came on here and stuck my neck out and said that Joe Mixon would have 2K this year. And he still can get it. Not rushing. He still can get rushing it. Rushing and receiving. Rushing and receiving. Yeah. He can still get it. And uh, the run game problem is not a result of, of Joe Mixon. I think it's, it's definitely a not. A, it's a, about a, getting a, him to the next level. Oh, by the way, special team AFC player of the week. Our boy, Evan McPherson. That's right. <laughs> so yeah. keep doing your thing, Evan. No longer the rookie. He big man on the block right now. The question that all inquiring minds want to know, how will the Cincinnati Bengals defense stop the ultimate weapon on offense himself, Lamar Jackson, the quarterback of the Baltimore Ravens on Sunday night? The 12th man. We need a 12th man. <laughs> <laughs> and guess who the 12th man, Solly? I don't know. I don't tell no, me. No other than one of the best rising, uh, or should I say already, uh, defensive coordinators uh, in the game. Lou Anaroma. Yes, Lord. And right. I'm trusting that's right. That's right. that Lou is going to pay attention to everything that's going on. And, you know, you don't, you can't stop Lamar. It's about how do you contain him or how do you – switch up things on third down so you can win the third downs. Mm -hmm. um, are, are we worried about Lamar getting 100 yards? No, but we are worried about him changing the game. So I'm quite sure um, Lou have seen the tape, and he got to figure out a way to the, disguise and distract and change up. He can hold on, hold on to the ball just a second longer. Um, as you see that he's been doing the second half of these last two games. Well, um, Lamar Jackson comes into the week five Sunday night game tied for first place with 11 touchdown passes. He's been prolific. Um, the guy is uh, great when it comes to getting out of the pocket. He can break your back with a long run. Um, he's yes. the only quarterback, Adam, in NFL history, and he did this against the Miami Dolphins just two weeks ago. He's the only quarterback in NFL history to have a 70-yard touchdown pass in, the, in a game. And in the same game, having a 70-plus yard touchdown run in the game. That's how dynamic he yeah. is. Um, and he's just been incredible. He ranks fifth in the NFL with 20 passes, or I should say, uh, yeah, 20 passes of over 20 yards or more down the field. So what that means is we're going to have to defend deep, but still rally, man, when he tried to break out of that pocket and run. And I go back to what Lou Anaromo did against them last year in the very first game when he played, uh, what we did is we rushed to contain him in the pocket, force him to make throws deep in the pocket. And then we would spy with Sam Hubbard and bring him late, like on a green dog blitz, a delayed blitz, forcing him to step up in the pocket. But as he steps up, 
here comes Sam Hubbard to get him. Sam can track him as good as any defensive lineman. He runs like a former DB. That's because he yeah. is. And mm -hmm. so we've got our secret weapon. But, man, it's a, it's a tough task trying to contain Lamar Jackson. But how do you like the way that we played him last year? And how do, should we go about doing that again this year? Um, before I answer that, you know, Sally, I was thinking, you know, when he first came out, I compared him to like a Reggie Bush, you know what I mean? Because he was that dynamic. At quarterback. Yeah. I mean, at quarterback. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. this kid, and I'm sitting here, I was thinking, you know, I'm in the league. I'm like, there's no way that he'll be able <laughs> to come to the NFL and do the same shit. And, and do that. Yeah. yeah. There's no way. And <laughs> he, he has proven it. me wrong. <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah. So, but back back to your your question. Um, I I love that that idea because if if you all are blissoms, he's going ninety. Um, Kenny, we said he couldn't throw the ball down the field. We figured out he can throw the ball down the field. That's um, right. So, I think the, the way Lewis playing him is a good idea. Like rush him, like but don't rush him and keep the spy on him and play coverage. Make yeah. him beat us playing cover four with everybody buzzing and you know what I mean keeping a spy on him then going man to man when it's easy for him and he can run have a guy on the over route it's simple boom safety high um whatever we do I think he need to be able he need to have to wait all the way until the ball is snapped and then figure it out um no way that we just show him the coverage immediately though no we want to thank you for joining us on yet another edition of the Believe in Bingo podcast delivered by 828 Logistics. Don't forget, go to the Believe Network at Believe.com, B-L-E-A-V.com. Continue to watch us right here on Valley Sports Ohio, channel, 20, channel 43. That's right, on Spectrum Cable. Thanks for joining us, everyone. Sally, this weekend, me and you, Eli's, 830. If y'all want to watch the game, sorry, y'all. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.